today, it's part two of the worst business advice for entrepreneurs. Oh, it seems right, all right, but it's all wrong. So very wrong. Sit down and buckle up, y'all. This is business advice you think is right, and we need to save the best of the worst for last. Part two coming at you right now. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. We are jumping into part two, bad advice, top 10 worst advice for Christian entrepreneurs. We had some great bad advice in the last episode that we rectified, that we redeemed and, and turned right. So let's get started with number six. And you guys remember, we've, we've got our live audience here. Uh, inner circle in the chat. So those of you here live, tell me, have you ever heard this? You should write a book. This is for somebody who doesn't have a business. Doesn't have. Well, here's what it is. It's not. It's not good advice, but it is a good compliment, right? Like it's a nice compliment. It's a nice compliment, and it could yeah. be a nice confirmation. You know, you got a message. Yeah. You've got something to say. You're influential. It's a great compliment. It's not great advice. Why is it bad advice to write a book? Here's the thing is that like, it depends on what your intention is. If your intention is that you just, you know, write something that like maybe your grandkids will read one day, then by all means, write a book, right? If that's, if that's your goal is that I got something for my grandkids to read. Okay. Write a book better than nothing, right? Like, you know, I'd rather have that than nothing for my grandparents. But if you actually want to reach thousands of people, make a big difference, actually make some money, then don't write a book build a business, then write a book, okay? Build a business, build a brand, then write a book because- Good I advice, mean, that is good advice. And, and I, I know that I'm, I'm maybe preaching to the choir and it's a little bit of a sore spot for a lot of people, but who's written a book that they couldn't even give away a hundred copies? You know, because if you take that piece of advice, you should write a book and then you go and you write a book and then you go and you try to sell it, nine out of 10 situations, you are not going to be able to give away a hundred copies. You know, you might get like 20, 30 sales, your friends and family, but then what? <laughs> then what? You got no audience. You got no marketing plan. You got no funnel. You got no traffic. You got no offer. You got no brand. You got no business, right? Your book is going to do nothing. It's going to collect dust on the shelf. It's going to fill your garage with boxes, unsold, unseen, unread, and people are going to be unchanged. So wow. if you want to actually help people, actually have have an income so that you can go out and do more fun and exciting things with people don't write a book build a business then write a book right so we, we like we started on point number one of like actually having an offer actually helping five people at a high level and then from there we can build an audience we can build a brand we can share our message we can refine our message i'm telling you your book one year from now if you just start working with people helping people one-on-one, -on -one, then maybe in a group, you do some coaching, you do some course, you are going to refine your message so much that one year from now, you will have tripled the quality of your book just because of the stories that have been added, the lessons that have been learned, the message that's been sharpened. So 
if somebody tells you, you should write a book, that is a great compliment. It's not great advice. Do the other things first, build the business, then write the book. Once you have an audience, once you've yeah. refined your message and you'll actually be able to sell the book and the book will actually go far and, and help people and bring people deeper into a, a more powerful transformation experience. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent advice. All right. So that was number six. Jillian, what do you have for number seven? Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Wow. You know, that. I, I, have wow. A, I have a friend named Amy Dockery who wrote a book called Unfollow Your Heart. And, you know, I was thinking about how oftentimes the, the kingdom of God culture is kind of upside down in, in comparison to the culture around us. And I think that we hear all the time, and again, said in such a positive, well-intended way, you know, just follow your heart, like do what makes your heart happy. And honestly, on its face, it, it almost sounds like such great advice, right? Because we link it to your, your gut instinct. Just go with your gut, go with your gut, follow your heart, do what makes you happy. It's terrible advice. Like the Bible simply tells us your heart sets out to deceive you is the bottom line. Yeah. And I was thinking about in, in, in planes, especially in smaller planes, how there are two sets of instruments and how they work differently to both let the, the, the pilot know which way is, is north, which way is up. Because oftentimes in a storm, and I wish I could remember the name now, but there's a term for when a pilot gets disoriented and they actually cannot tell in a storm if they're upside down or if they're right side up. And I was thinking about how, man, what a great analogy for, for you and I, right? Like how many times in life when, and I, let me just tell you, falling in love, there is no per more perfect example. I cannot tell you. The number of people I have met who were like, oh, but I'm just following my heart all the way to the divorce attorney. Like, it is a real thing that your heart can deceive you. How many times, people, how many times has your heart deceived you? Your feelings led you down the path. You were absolutely convinced that this was the right thing to do, the right house to buy, the right move to make. And it was solely based on how you felt in the moment totally wrong, wrongo, bad advice. I would say don't follow your heart. Now, I'm not saying that God didn't give us a soul and that there's not indicators and there's not warning signs and that there's not confirmations that can be, re can be received in your soul and in your heart. But what about when your heart says like, this is scary, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, this is a bad idea. Why? Because you've never done it before? Because you've never been an entrepreneur? Because you never took the risk? Because you never stepped out in faith? Well, I don't know where you're going to get the money. This is a bad idea. We need to just, like, let's just be safe. Let's play it safe. Let's stay secure. Let's keep our job. Let's keep the norm. Because everything in you is telling you this is risky and scary and not good for you. And you might fail. And where's the money going to come from? And you don't know. That could also be your heart. So I would say... 
please, 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 whatever you do, don't take that bad advice because your heart might lead you away from the very thing that God has called you into. Your heart might lead you astray from a season where your faith might be tested and stretched, but allow you to increase your measure of rule and your capacity to step into the place that God has called you to be in the first place. So I would say, don't follow your heart. I would say, you would absolutely, one, surround yourself with godly counsel, right? You need other instruments. We can't just look to our heart to be our only instrument. We need other instruments around us, right? So we're going to need godly counsel. We're going to need the word of God. We're going to need sound advice around us. We're going to need to also be able to look to other people who are doing the thing. That's why when you come into the inner circle, you have all these other instruments because guess what? Your heart will come to you and say, this is too hard. Like, I can't keep doing this. Or, you know, your heart fails you. But guess what? You have other people around you. You have mentors and you have coaches and you have team leaders and you have people who stand next to you and say, listen, I know you feel like quitting. I know you feel like you, you know, you can't go on. I know you're scared about this or scared about that. But guess what? Here's the truth. And your feelings are not necessarily the facts. Your feelings aren't representative of the truth. And oftentimes the truth stings a little. Ouch. The truth will leave a stinger in, but it's good for you. It's right for you. So I would say sometimes lean into the truth, lean into wisdom, lean into those other instruments, and just don't follow your heart because your heart will likely fail you in the long run. Wow. That is so good. So good. And I, you know, I think that there's an element of, you know, doing the things that you feel passion about and that you feel God directing you to that kind of marry with that. I kind of put it this way is that if you are going to follow your heart, make sure you take your brain with you. Amen. Get some strategy, <laughs> get some counsel, get a proven process that you can follow. All right, Zach, would you like to do number, I think we're on what, number? We've each got one more. We've got eight, nine, and one ten. More. We've each got so, one more. Okay. You want to go, Coach Tam? I could I could definitely go. Okay, so bad advice number what? What are What is eight. our bad advice number eight? Super, super bad advice number eight is you can learn everything that you need to know for free online. You can learn everything you need to know for free online. No, you can't. You cannot learn everything that you need to know about starting, running, growing, scaling a successful business as an entrepreneur, a, a coaching business or a speaking business or writing best-selling books. You cannot learn it online for free any more than you could learn how to be a neurosurgeon, watching Instagram TikTok videos, YouTube, you can't learn how to do everything you need to know online for free. You are going to have to get an education. Like unto it is you should build your website for free. You should do it yourself. No, you shouldn't. That's really, really bad advice. You're not a website designer. You're probably not a copywriter. You probably don't know the essential elements to building your list, using your website, doing lead magnets to build your list on your website. You don't know how to do that because that's not your realm of expertise. 
Now you don't have to spend a ton of money on on building a website, but you are going to have to spend some money. Okay, you don't have to spend a ton of money on education, but you are going to have to spend some money. You don't have to spend a ton of money on the right tools, but you are going to have to spend some money. And if you have been trying to build your speaking business or or write books or start a coaching program or put together an online course and you're trying to do it um, for free, everything for free, I'm going to do it myself, don't be surprised that you're not getting much tra traction, okay? We can show you how to build a very successful online business. We can show you how to do online courses. We can show you how to build your tribe. We can show you how to get your books on the bestseller list. We can show you how to start a high ticket coaching program. And we can do it really on a shoestring, but we can't do it on no string. You're going to have to invest something. You're going to have to be willing to invest in your success. So true. So true. I love that. I love that, Coach Tam. All right, Coach Jillian, what do we got for number nine? So good. I, now, the, the names in this story are going to not be revealed to protect to protect these innocent, precious people. So a few years ago, I knew a husband and a wife who had two sons in high school. It was a freshman in high school and a sophomore. And they lived on a lot of land and the land was beautiful. And the house that they lived in was really small and they'd had it for a long time. The bedrooms were teeny tiny and they had kind of these larger spaces, like a, a formal dining room and like this den that nobody ever really used. It was like a total waste of space. So the husband, who is so sweet, like loved his wife through breast cancer. She survived all these things. There's amazing people. He says, I'm just kind of building him up because what's You're about to condemn What's about to come ain't pretty. He says, you know what? I feel like we need to do like a home reno. And, um, and his wife was like, yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, you know, these rooms are so tiny. Like, let's do it. Okay, so let me just tell you, in her mind, it was, let's save up. Let's get different bids. Let's, you know, let's figure this thing out and let's do this. And in the next like two, three, four years, we can run over because they they wanted to keep the house and the land. So she was like, yeah. And he goes, he sits her down. He goes, boys, come here. He goes, you're looking at them. And she's like, looking at what? He goes, your demo team. And she's like, what's happening? H tell me everything. What? Start at, go back and start at the beginning. Now, let me just tell you, this, this husband, okay, in his 40s with his teenage sons, he was handy. How many of you were handy. You're handy around the house. I'm really good at fixing toilets. I actually like to take things apart and put them back together. It's strange, but I am handy in that way. Okay. It's true. However, handy is not the same as home renovator. Okay. That is not the same. And I know Home Depot has inspired the great big wide masses of like, you can do it. We can help. So he convinces his wife. He says, look, Let's just, she, and so he, he convinces her to do this home reno. He says, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to take it on. He's been reading things. He's been watching things funny enough, as this was previously mentioned on the YouTube, on the YouTube. I am not a home renovator, but I play one on TV. And he said he, his sons were going to help him and that they could knock it out in a couple weeks. Okay. I already have massive anxiety, just so you know. I'm right now, like I'm all locked up in panic. <laughs> So good. Long story short, she says, okay, but make make me a promise. 
can we can we just can we start with just like one wall okay one like one little section and he's like well I you know what let listen the better way to do this is to knock this all out okay we need to go big and we need to go home or go home now go big or go home the concept there is like let's just do it all we're gonna do it all we're gonna do it all now we're gonna do it all so he, do you know what he did? And I saw it with my own eyes. He knocked out the interior walls of all of their bedrooms. The husband and his wife, the two sons, their den area, and the formal dining room. Okay. A year later, this is sad, sad times. I go to their house. A year later, do you know I saw shower rods and curtains partitions from target for the master bedroom they have two teenage sons living in their home and i said what has happened here what has happened and she says and she's so loving and she said well and then she told me the story he had to go big or go home he convinced me that he had to do it all and do it all now he had to go big so he knocked out all of the walls but then the whole part of renovating the entire home to make bigger bedrooms and a dining room and you know connect all these things well well and they the way they showed him on on youtube on youtube they told him knock down all the walls go big or go home Go big or go home, then do it, do it all and do it all now. So it it actually took two or three years for them to get it squared away. And I just thought it was funny because I knew their sons and I'm like, what's it like? They're like, it's, it's strangely awkward. I said, like, you just pull back this little curtain. You got the shower curtains, you got the thing and that's your bedroom and your parents' bedroom. I'm just telling you, if my husband did something like that, I would, he would, he would be living outside. He would live outside the house. Might as well get a tent. Might as well. Might Put as a well tent together. Tent. Can do that. Might as well. So the bad advice that I, I want to share with you is the concept of go big or go home. And what I mean by that is that have you ever seen someone that's like, we're doing this thing. And it's like, they might raid their in, their entire kitchen of every food item and they just fill it with soybeans. And it's like they they have decided to purify their diet. They're going to get healthy. And you're like, but you just, did you, have we thought this through? No, the soybean diet. I'm going to knock down all the walls in my house. You can do it all, but you're not going to probably want to do it all right now. So we're going to build the website and we're going to write the book and we're going to do the thing and the thing and the thing and the thing. That will lead to a house with shower curtains and partitions and a project that just never got completed. You will feel overwhelmed and you will quit and you will quit. And that is sad. It is sad because that house, that home had a lot of potential to be beautiful, to house those people, to give them all the space they need. It had all the potential to be all the things they wanted it to be, to house their dreams, to house their memories. But you know what? When you bite off way more than you can chew and someone's like, if you're going to do this, you got to do this, you should run. You should run from those people because they are not home renovation experts. They have not built a successful business. They do not know what they're talking about. And there is nothing worse than like taking your time, your energy and focus and just spreading it as thin as you possibly can and trying to do it all yourself and do it all big. 
Coach Zach, I see you nodding your head. What say you? Yeah, so that was number nine. I see people in the chat. We're on that was number nine. Bad advice is go big or go home. Real quick. Yeah. I was thinking, Jillian, we had a student, an Australian student, some years ago, and I did an initial call with him to see if he he might be a good fit for our inner circle program. And he says, well, Coach Tamara, I've spent $100,000 on my website. And I said, really? I said, I can't wait to see this website. So I go to the website and I'm like, well, dude, like you don't have any vehicle to build your list. Like there's no lead capture form on your website. So people come to your website and they leave and you don't even have their name or a way of communicating with them. I said, you you told me that you built an online course. Oh, yes, Tamara, I spent $20,000 building. Well, where is it? Like, I can't buy it on your website. And where is it? Do you have a product portal? What's a product portal, Tamara? Um, I'm like, okay, dude, like, where's your analytics? Like, I don't see any analytics here. Do you have a way of communicating with your customers? How big is your list? Well, I don't have a list. Well, you've spent $100,000 on your website. You know, you're you would have been better off going home than going big, honestly, because that is just insanity. So, yeah, like like we were saying earlier, like we got to make a little bit of an investment, but it doesn't have to break the bank. Yeah. yeah and and I love the don't do it all at once. Right. Like take it one step at a time. We got to figure out what are the right steps and then we do it one step at a time, because if you start your website and you start your book and you start trying to get speaking engagements and you start your course and you start your coaching program, you start building your email list, you're going to end up with a bunch of unfinished stuff, a bunch of overwhelm and no traction. That's right. So let's take it one step at a time. So the bad advice number nine was go big or go home, do it all at once. Bad advice. Don't do that. All right, I'll round us out here with number 10, another well-intentioned one, another well-intentioned piece of advice. Stick with it. Just stick with it. Just keep keep doing it. Keep going. Here's the reality. If it's working, stick with it. Mm. If it's not working, do something different. Mm. So stick with it. Good advice if it's working. But most of the time people say stick with it. It's when it's not working. And they just say, just stick with it. You got this, you know, just keep going. If it's not working, do something different. Do something different. In our space, the the writing, speaking, coaching, influencing, online courses, online entrepreneur space, there are three things that if it's not working, you've got to do something different. There's three things you could do different. Your market who you're talking to, your message, what you're saying to them, and your offer, what you're saying. Here's you know the next step. Take the next step with me. If something's not working, don't stick with it. Do something different. Change your market. Change who you're talking to. That's a big pivot. Change your message. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Do something different. Your offer. You might need to tweak your offer because if something's not working, it's because one of those three things are wrong and sticking with it is bad advice in that situation. Here's the one caveat though, is you do need a proper sample size to know if something's not working or if it's, if it's working or not. If you've done, like we have, we have people like, you know, have conversations in our program. And if you have like, you know, to like do some market research and get some referrals and, you know, build up a, a, a list of, of potential clients. If you have like one conversation and it's, you know, like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work or not. So let, let me not do anything. 
in that case, you do have to stick with it, right? You've got to stick with it until you get a sample size. Like you've got to talk to 20, 30 people. You know, you've got to do, you know, when we do strategy sessions, you got to do like five, 10 strategy sessions. You can't do one and then quit. In that case, do stick with it. But once you've gotten a proper sample size, like, all right, I've been doing this for months now. I've had numerous conversations and I don't have traction. Stick with it is bad advice. You got to do something different. Change your market, change your message, change your offer. And then when you do find something that works, that's when you stick with it. And that's when you go all in and you go hard. All right. So that rounds out our 10 bad advice pieces for you. Coach Tam, Coach Jillian, any last words before we sign off here on part two? Don't do any of the things that we have just told you as bad advice. Learn from our mistakes. You know, it's it's said that that a wise person learns from their own mistakes, but an even wiser person learns from other people's mistakes. You don't have to go down that that trail because we're telling you right now that those those places lead nowhere that you want to go. Great pod. I love this topic. This was great. This was Jillian's idea. Okay, now you can write in. All right. Love that top 10 list. I got a couple other top 10 lists to, to come up with, but that's it for today. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Bye everyone. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.